Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right. All right. Here we go. A little Tuesday action. Tuesday edition of the Taz Show coming at you right now. Body slams and beyond. Body slams and beyond, body slams and beyond, streaming and screaming as the expression goes. I am Taz. Welcome to the show. We are live right now on the brand spanking new, brand spanking new radio.com app, which is spanking good for sure. No doubt about that. Uh, so I appreciate you listening uh, live there. You can also check your on-demand content of uh, the Taz show right there at the radio.com app later on once the podcast drops or the, the video VOD, the video on demand. Also, maybe listening or watching live at TazShow.com. Thank you for that. Uh, a little later on, we'll be on the um, Facebook Live. <coughs> Excuse me. You could uh, you could check out the show there. Probably the second hour of the broadcast at 9 a.m. Eastern will be on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash The Taz Show. And uh, yeah, got a lot to talk about in this episode here. going to be very busy, very busy episode. Uh, we have... Um, we have, uh, I got to get into heavy duty into Raw, talking about that Raw. I caught a little bit of the Cowboys and the Cardinals, not much, uh, but definitely Raw is something that we need to talk about. Also, uh, uh, weekly segment Jones, uh, Mike Johnson with the PW Insider Report. Yes. Mike Johnson will uh, will be here doing his segment. Uh, yep, Mike will be here. I think that's confirmed with, uh, you know. With the biz dev guy to show, Dennis Jones, who's very diligent on top of uh, booking guests on a regular basis. Uh, he's constantly swamped with that. Uh, before I get going here, let me tell you guys, you can call the show. You know, that's very easy to do. Very extreme, uh, simple process, as the expression goes. Attention hotline fans. What you got to do is down 866-475-2948. 866-2948. That was wrong. 866 <laughs> 866, okay, take three. 866-475-2948. My first time doing this. Yeah, it's only, I'm only, how many shows in? 400? 400 and what, Dennis? What am I in? 400 and, what episode is this? EPTS. S. This is the 458th episode. Wow, that's impressive. That is impressive. Sound effects stores in full effect downstairs. Those bastards. I can't even get my work done because the audio bleeds through the AC vents which are beneath us. The AC is still not working in this room now, as you can hear. Fans are cranking up. I did a little IG live before we went live. And you can actually hear the beginnings of the fan in the IG live, which is the AC of the show. It's just a typical problem here on the Taz Show. Uh, but we're apparently moving out of this facility soon, so there'll be no more problems, uh, which will be nice. <laughs> So we shall see. Uh, are you going to help with the move, like bringing stuff down the steps and stuff, Dennis? Or you, what's your deal with that? Yeah, we've uh, CBS hasn't afforded us boxes. So what we've Ant and I've been doing, we've been loading up. We brought in plastic uh, 
garbage bags, and we're just kind of throwing, you know. Well, another good idea. You got to walk down forty-four flights. So that's a lot. But the other thing too, what you should do is wrap everything in aluminum foil. Like if they don't have to give you boxes, just wrap stuff up in aluminum foil. We were using tissues. No, nah, aluminum foil protects it. It's easy. It's more, you know, and it could cut you up, slice you up a little bit. You know what I mean? It'd be good stuff. And you can put it in the oven. Oh, you can put it in the oven? Yeah. Oh, microwave. You should always microwave with aluminum foil. Everybody knows that. You want some entertainment? <laughs> That'll give it to you for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Microwave Jones. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, let me get into a little house cleaning before I get rolling with the rest of the uh, shenanigans here on the Taz Show. Uh, we'll do a little house cleaning, uh, Dennis Jones, in a three, two, one, please. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. Yeah. So, uh, the Bullet Club, I'm going to get into this for a little while here in this episode. The Bullet Club invaded, kind of in quotations, Monday Night Raw last night. Uh, the show was in uh, Ontario, California, and apparently the Bullet Club, the BC. They were doing an appearance uh, over at a mall near the arena. So they did their, uh, they took it upon themselves and their due diligence to get rolling. Cody Rhodes and 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 and, and uh, the Young Bucks, uh, a couple of other cats went over there and just uh, Marty Scroll. Who else was over there with them? Hangman Jones? What's his name? Hangman? No, Hangman. Uh, Hangman Page. His name should be Hangman Jones. The, Hangman he, Jones just sounds great. He could be part of the Jones clan. What's uh, what's Seth's name? Oh, Seth. Oh. Seth from the show here? That's Seth? Yeah, we remember you turned him into a wrestler last week. Oh, yeah. What was he? I'm, why am I blanking on Because you have, you, you're not intelligent. That's why you're blanking out. Well, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Spoiler Jones. Yes. Uh, spoiler Jones. Someone fed that to you. Well, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Spoiler Jones and Hangman Jones would be a great tag team. I think that'd be good. But anyway, the Bullet Club. <clears throat> excuse me. They were over at the, uh, <clears throat> the Raw. They didn't get backstage. They didn't get in the building. They didn't let him in, obviously. Um, I was hoping they would. And I'm going to get into this a little bit more later on about some... Just comparing it to what happened when yours truly was in ECW and we had our invasion. And then also, obviously, when uh, DX tried to invade Nitro. Um, that time, A lot of people were thinking about that, of the DX gimmick. I wasn't. I was thinking of what we did with ECW. In uh, Philadelphia and in Hershey, PA. That's what I was thinking about. For those historians out there. So I'll get into a little more of the Bullet Club in a little bit. Also, Jeff Hardy, unfortunately, um, has a shoulder injury. He's going to be out for quite some time. They showed a little uh, B-roll footage of the injury, how it occurred off of a Tower of Doom, Super Superplex Doom Jones gimmick with all these guys and his brother. Uh, sucks for Jeff. Uh, are they saying it's a torn rotator cuff? What are they saying it is? Torn rotator cuff. Yeah, well, when I saw um, last night on Raw and they spot shadowed, if that was really how he injured it, which I believe it was, some of you might be thinking, gee, Willikers. The, w- <laughs> the way he fell did not look horrible, like he fell on his shoulder. Did you get a chance to see the spot shadow Jones, Dennis? I did, yes. And it and it looked like I nothing, s- right? I was the guy that said, gee, Willikers. <laughs> yes, sir, indeed. Well, here's the reason. It did look like nothing. I agree. I agree. It definitely looked like nothing. Um, and you would think, Jiminy Crickets. Jeff Hardy? We got a Jiminy Crickets and a <laughs> G. Willikers in house cleaning. It's tremendous. Um... You would think Jeff Hardy, all the devil may care stuff this guy has done, high-risk Jones, all this stuff, 
he gets injured, just kind of falling on the side of his shoulder. Um, yeah, guys, uh, that's a shoot. Yes. I'm telling you from experience, okay? And this is, a, Dennis, pay attention, my friend. This is, um, I ripped my shoulder apart, landing exactly the way he landed, on the side of his shoulder. When you see in football, quarterbacks get injured. Okay, when they fall sideways on the side of their deltoid, of their shoulder, that it doesn't take a lot of pressure and force to pop your AC joint, your rotator cuff, everything out. When you land and you get hit or, or the ground helps that hit to the side of your shoulder. Uh, it happened to me. I, was, I told a story in the past here on the show when I was wrestling Shane Douglas back in the day. And Shane was, I believe, he was the television champion in ECW. And we did like a time limit challenge and stuff. And it was great that I was in there with Shane because I got hurt on a swinging neck break. And it wasn't Shane's fault. It was mine. I didn't rotate enough. Shane did the move the right way. I just landed on my side, on my shoulder. And boom, it popped like, oh, motherfucker. And, um, you know, it just pissed me off. And I knew I was hurt. It hurt like a bitch. And Shane knew I was hurt. And he got got us through the rest of that some bitch and match. Thank God. And, and then... And then I won the TV title from him. And all I'm thinking is, holy shit, how am I going to freaking defend this thing? I can't, I can't. I knew I was hurt bad. It doesn't take much. And that's what happened to Jeff. It doesn't take much. So giving you guys a little uh, education on how, how an injury to a shoulder like that doesn't look like anything, but it is actually a lot. So um, uh, what else in housekeeping? And maybe we could promote and sell some T-shirts uh, and shill and pedal uh, some pro wrestling tees designs. There will be a new shirt coming out soon. I have no graphic for it uh, in my my team here. We're throwing around in conference rooms and meetings several different concepts on shirts. Spoiler Jones is one of them. Seth will get no royalty on the money. Oh, that's not right. You're going to hear from my people. Right? <laughs> His attorneys, I mean. I'm not trying to be, you know. You know what I mean? I'm not that, that when I say that. Well, they, I, they're one and the same too, so I, I, it came out the wrong way. I, you know. Just, <laughs> Good morning, I'm Hebrews just, and Shebrews. Oh, come on, Dennis, be professional. So, so uh, what is wrong with you? So, uh, yeah, no, it's um. You better give me my royalty. I'm Spoiler Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, Seth, you're Spoiler Jones because I deemed you Spoiler Jones. Okay. Hangman Jones, his tag team partner. Whole nother story. Yeah, so uh, let's fly up some t-shirt graphics here. Three, two, one. Boom, there they go. And three, two, one. Boom. Okay. There. Three. That's one, two. There it is. Third time's a charm. All right. Pro Wrestling Tees, the We Over shirt. That is for you, the audience of the Taz Show. Go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Buy yourself a We Over. Uh, that's what. That's a the credo, the battle cry of the Taz Show Nation. Get yourself a shirt, bitches. Don't be a slunker. And then you have the sound effect store. You know what that is. Obviously, you need to jump on that. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Sound effect store. S-E-S-S-T-S-T-F-T-F. And they go to that Pro Wrestling Tees and get that. Army Green Jones. Then you got, of course, the spitballing. The world-famous Dennis Jones shirt. He loves this shirt. You wear this shirt all the time, right? The bed and stuff. I wear it at least three times a week. Nice. Yeah, locally grown, worldwide known. That's me, the Vintage Design Jones. There it is, spitballing. Get on that. And then you got, of course, the E5L. <laughs> All you sons of bitch bastards got to get this shirt. It's not the shits. The motherfucker's legit. Yeah, E5L. That's how I got to put E5L. That's the official slogan. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> the motherfucker's legit. 
Yeah, there it is. All right. And then you got the blockhead shirt. Boom! There it is. That's the new shirt that's not out yet. That will be. Do we think that's going to sell? Yeah. Who doesn't love your face on a shirt? I think we got to put a poll up. I don't know. It's not public yet. This shirt is not for sale yet. Leave that up there, man. Simply put, the poll, will you buy this shirt? Yes, no. That's not bad. Will you buy the blockhead shirt? No, don't put no. That's negative. Put yes and have them put maybe. So I, I don't feel like people okay. hate me. No, then people don't hate me. I can put yes or not yes. That's not bad. That way it's not I a no. You could do that. That's actually a great idea. Of course, tag pro wrestling tees. <coughs> and then five people vote. Like, we're not making a shirt for you. You suck. Okay, thanks. All right, so there you go. There's your house cleaning. There's your shirts. Go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Support the show. And you can also get hats over there. The Rover hats and Rover T-shirts. So make sure you get a hat. Buy a hat. All right, so on that note, uh, there's a deal on that. So we got a lot of people calling the show already. Everybody's running around amok. Uh, segment 1 Jones. The phones are ringing like the Dickens. And uh, I get, I think I got to get right into right into Raw here. <clears throat> Enough dilly-dallying around, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, a couple things, uh, how the show ended last night, Raw, with Enzo. Okay, so Enzo is the uh, new uh, you know Cruiserweight champ, as you guys know. So I, um, I made some predictions on the type of champion he would be on yesterday's show before Raw even aired. And I felt like um, um, basically he'll be a bumping-type champ, a champ that's barely hanging on to the title. Um, but he's going to hang on to it. And I think he's going to hang on to it for quite some time. And I think last night, proof is in the pudding. Because they did some stuff there where basically, the bottom line this thing, Enzo, the scuttlebutt has been, and the people who follow the wrestling industry on the internets and dirt sheets and all this crap and, and, and uh, social media, uh, know that uh, Enzo, the rumor is, if it's a rumor, doesn't mean it's true, the rumor is Enzo has been public enemy number one backstage in the WWE. And I've been saying, well, that don't mean a hoot because, look, at, I mean, he's getting pushed to the moon, and I've been right about that. Now what they're doing is they're making him public enemy number one amongst the Cruiserweight division in front of everyone, in front of the audience. Um, I, I'm not opposed to that. I don't think that's horrible. What I did not like about last night was putting all of the Cruiserweights on the stage, and they made them all look – that's going to sound like um, – I don't, I'm not going to contradict myself. It might sound like it. Just let me finish my thoughts. When they put all of them on a stage, it, it kind of just says they're subservient to, you know, to Enzo, which obviously Enzo's the champion, but doesn't mean that does not mean that these guys are subservient. But that's how it came off. Like, and he just undressed each one. He ripped each guy, which is they're trying to get like heat on him, obviously on Enzo, and I think that's cool. I got no problem with that, but I I don't like the fact that um, uh, they had those guys out there and they were all just part of the mob. Just imagine if you're, whatever, Jack Gallagher, or imagine if you're uh, Graham Malatik. Uh, what's his name? Graham, uh, Matalik? How do you say his name? Metalik. Yeah. Imagine you're him or, or one of those guys, and you're just amongst the masses in front of the public. It's the shits. It's horrible. You know, it, 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 it doesn't help. I don't think WWE did this to hurt the Cruiserweight division. I think what they did was they're trying to help. I think their intentions is to help and make the Cruiserweights, Cruiserweight division mean something. I, 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 that's why they put it in the main event segment, the last segment of Raw. So I'm not sitting here saying WWE meant to do this. 
But I don't think, I do think they made a little mistake. And it's unfortunate that, I don't know if this happened or not, that no one stepped up in the production meeting or the agent meeting or the writers meeting and said, look, you're going to make all the other cruiserweights look like jobbers, you know, and, and except for Neville. Now, maybe someone did step up in one of those meetings, but it didn't happen. So I, I don't want to sit there and say I was in the meeting because I wasn't. But what I'm saying is you, you got, you, I just don't think it's a good move having him, having those people on the stage like that. If he would have undressed them, verbally ripped them, that's fine. He's trying to be a heel. They're trying to make him a heel. They're making him a loner. They're making him, meaning Enzo, public enemy number one now to the locker room, to the public. Which is fine. That's cool. It's good shit. No problem. <clears throat> but <clears throat> don't have those guys on the stage. Okay? Have him, Enzo, just fantasy booking, have him call for the graphics. Hey, put up a picture of, uh, put up a picture of, of uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, give me a cruiserweight. Put up a picture of uh, Jack, Mustafa Jack, Ali. Mustafa Ali or Jack Gallagher or Tony Nese or whatever. You know, put, put, put a picture. And then he rips the guy's picture and what he looks like. As opposed to those guys standing on a stage. Okay, I didn't like that. That part I didn't like. I think it makes those guys small. And I'm not talking in stature or body weight. It makes them small. It makes them subservient. It makes them look like they're getting punked out and bitched out while this guy's in the ring and there's fucking 10 of them. And he's getting ripped. They're all getting ripped. You know what I'm saying? Now, the Neville interaction I thought was cool. And some of the language in the promo between Enzo and Neville I thought was cool too. Okay, um, that Enzo said, look it, I'm telling you right now, you put your hands up and you know the claws, I got the paper here, whatever the hell he said. You touch me, you're not getting a shot. So basically what they're telling us as the audience is, Enzo's not getting a shot. I don't think they're going to renege on that, not anytime soon. And uh, Not Enzo, I'm sorry, uh, Neville is not getting a shot. Okay, he's not getting a shot back, and he took it upon himself to beat the shit out of the guy, okay, which was good physicality and all that stuff. Uh, but that's the character that Neville is. I guess they're just not... They're feeling like maybe he does not need another run with the Cruiserweight title, Neville. And you know what? I agree. <clears throat> he helped make that title, Neville did, because he's so damn good. He's over right now. Neville is over, and he's going to stay over because the son bitch was over before there was the Cruiserweights. He's that freaking good. He was over as the NXT champion and all this stuff, and he was great and everything. His, now he's found this whole, for the past, I don't know, year or whatever it is, this heel character, sinister guy. Even last night, he went another level with it, which I think he should do on a regular basis. Dark Eyes Jones, you know, kind of sinister. Like, he's so de <clears throat> kind of depressed that he does not have the title anymore. I like the feel. I like that he snapped. I like that he <clears throat> beat up Enzo. Excuse me, I got a little frog in my throat. <clears throat> I like that he beat up Enzo, and he didn't give a rat's ass about the Cruiserweight title. I like all of that. Obviously, you can't renege now, WWE, and, and give him a title shot anytime soon. You got to keep true to the storyline. Uh, obviously, someone else is going to step up. Now, <clears throat> what happened was, there's reports of what happened after Raw went off the air. Enzo's dead selling. Now, Braun Strowman comes out, beats the piss out of him, power slams him. And then Braun apparently invites the Cruiserweights in the ring, and they all kind of pinball him and beat him up. And um, um, I'm getting confirmation of it, too, because I'm reading on PW Insider. Also, some of the same stuff I'm saying. I read it somewhere else, too. So, you know, <clears throat> um, that's for the house. Maybe they'll show that footage on social media. Maybe they did already. I haven't really looked at it. Uh, maybe they'll show it next week. They are going to paint, and they're going to uh, 
put him in. In his, what's up, dude? You gonna say something? It's on the WWE website. Mm. The uh, really, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Buddy, is stupid. No problem. So, um, I was just got done saying I was in the middle of a my my opening monologue here. I mean, I, I don't know what you don't know how I do the show here. I mean. <clears throat> Oh, some water. Give me a second. Play a little thing. Oh. Even the best guys, the best broadcasts in the world, award-winning some bitches have problems with their throat sometimes, Dennis. Award-winning. For those not watching the video, I just held up this. You know what that is. Reverb Jones. Trophy City. Exactly. Oh, so... Anyway, back to my point before I was interrupted by Dennis. Um, yeah, that's it. So I think Enzo, uh, I like where they're going with him. I think it's good. I think he's got a he's going to have a <laughs> a full plate of bumping and selling in his near future. Now, why does WWE do this? Why are they doing this? Why are they putting a the title on him? Well, Enzo told you what I've been telling you before he had the title why he's going to get the title. And Enzo shot on that last night. He said he's the star, he's making these guys, and and he's not wrong. And they're having, we've seen this as of recent with WWE, they go more shooty-type promo stuff <clears throat> with a lot of different talents. Um, and they did it last night. And Enzo, uh, what he's saying is kind of what I said, where he's going to he he's gonna get the title, and he got the title because he's the star. He's He's got the star power, for sure. He doesn't have the, the move set and skill set a lot of those cruiserweight guys have, but he does. He's the guy. He I feel WWE is looking at him as he is going to put, he's going to brand and put a, get awareness for the cruiserweights, and he is already. They believe in him so much that they put the cruiserweight, that whole long segment in the last segment of Raw. I tip my cap to WWE. I don't know if they've ever done that before, but they didn't give us the same old shit. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I know it comes off very bad. But it they didn't give us the same thing where it's a lot of the same type segments in the last segment. They didn't do that. They went with something different. So for that, I think as an audience, the audience should be, hey, for the most part, I think that's cool. I like that. Because it is different. It, it, I always critique them saying, ah, they, they, they like to do everything safe and play it safe. You know, I would have wanted. I would have went a different route. I would have went a totally different route. Um, I guess I could do that in a little bit if I have a, a chance here. <clears throat> Remind me, Danny. Just put that on the docket, please. Which route would you have went, Tass? Writing it. Dennis just nodded his head. I am. You're, I mean, you're writing it down, though, right? You're not. You're, but just because you write it, that's half the battle. Which you're, route did would Taz have gone? <laughs> Dude, you're a mess. Stop! Uh, so, all right. So, now why did they do what they did last night? Why are they making him Enzo public enemy number one? Why are they kind of bringing that story and the, 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 the stories we're hearing that the locker room doesn't like him? Well, they want to push him because maybe he's moving the needle a little bit. Maybe. Okay, that means ratings. Maybe. He, uh, obviously, the Vince. Uh, the Vince. Obviously, the boss likes him. Meaning Vince McMahon. Um, he likes what he's doing. And I think that it's also something where it, it, 
WWE feels like we're pulling back the curtain for fans that are casual fans, and we're really pulling back the curtain for fans that are hardcore fans. They're like, oh, they're shooting. Look, everybody hates them. We know it. We know it. So they're doing that, and it just builds some intrigue in the new champion. But to my point the other day, he's going to be bumping and selling all the time and barely hanging on to that title. I, I'm telling you, I could smell a steady diet. Look at look what happened when Kurt Angle, just smarting you boys and girls up a little bit. Kurt Angle says, hey, uh, you know, first time you're a champion? This is backstage on Raw early in, in the night. And Enzo goes, yes. Kurt goes, you want a little uh, advice from a Hall of Famer? And Enzo goes, uh, uh, no, I'm good. No. And he just kind of walks away. And Kurt's face was pretty funny. Well, what that is, it's showing you right there as the first ingredient he's going to be a douchey heel. And he's being disrespectful, and and that's cool because then you're going to get stuff where Kurt puts him where, like, it's a two-on-one situation or triple threats, stuff where his title, meaning Enzo, is in danger and jeopardy, matches where he's going to have to lose, like we just saw on No Mercy with Alexa Bliss, that type of concepts. That's what I think they're going to do. Where somehow by hook or crook, Enzo always comes out with that title. I'm spoiler Jones because I'm telling you how this is what they're going to be doing. It's going to happen. Dennis, any dispute from you from a fan perspective? No, I agree completely. I wanted to ask. Um, obviously, I don't, I don't. It felt like there was kind of a a, a double turn yesterday. I kind of felt like Neville. Hold on a second. Um, that was. We don't. We don't have a name for that yet. <laughs> I like how. All I got to do is say, hold on a second. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't have a name for that yet. You're talking about Markology. A we, DT? Yeah. A double play? I don't know. You look a little nervous. You're sweating a little bit. Either that or it's, it's, hot, just, it's hot in here. It's just because you ate, I guess. Um, I did. Um, what is your question? So you can use the inside terms this one time, please. I th- I thought... No, I, I, can, I can navigate around that. I thought that Neville is now kind of happy Jackish and... Enzo is more Madoffy mm. because the the cruiserweights were cheering when when Neville. It's not yeah they were che- you're correct they were cheering when Neville did what he did because it's not that they they're just happy that Enzo's getting beat up that's the thing even though Neville's a heel I think Neville's going to be who Neville is he's not changing his style and if he morphs into a face so be it I don't think it was a a double turn I wouldn't say that what you're saying. Um, you know, a turn, it's a subtle turn by Enzo because he kind of has been a baby face and now he's just kind of, he, see, like a turn, you know, like from how I feel a turn is, it's a, a, a strong moment in time where you do something usually physical and turn on someone. This was him, <clears throat> I got the title now, I'm cocky, I'm conceited, I'm the best, the hell with all of you. That's how he's kind of subtly just turning into a heel. He's getting an ego. He's getting a big head about him um, because he now has the title. He ripped Big Cass, you know. Uh, he buried him like he, he, you know, he, you know. And I, I think a lot of this is I think he's working. I don't think I don't think he's shooting on any of these people. I really don't. I, I don't know. The guy's been on my show. Enzo's been on the show, by the way, uh, a while back. I don't know him that well at all. I, I I don't communicate with the guy, but he has been on my show. If you go back and look at some old Taz shows, I don't remember what what version, or what edition it was, or whatever. But uh, episode, I should say. But maybe some of the fans out there that, that do that can 
can tweet out and we'll retweet it because I know my team here has no clue. Uh, no one from Seth down. Um, so. Now, don't let me in with those barnacles. No, you can see you guys all suck. Uh, that's really the bottom line. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's nice. So, uh, that's the deal. But the Enzo stuff, I mean, in a little while, I'll get to telling you guys, because uh, I'm going to go to break here in a second, how I would have went the route here with um, with the last segment of Raw. I'll tell you that in a second. And also, as we go to break here, we're going right now. Um, from my perspective, I'm going to let you guys know who had the underrated, the most underrated performance last night. Who was that? Ooh. You can call the show and tell me who you think, 866-475-2948. But I'll tell you who I thought. Who was the most underrated performer or performance last night? Tash Show, when we return, I'll let you know that and talk more raw. Sit tight. Star Trek, one of the most iconic and influential global television franchises, returns 50 years after it first premiered with Star Trek Discovery. At the edge of the universe, Discovery begins. Please stream the newest CBS All Access original series every single Sunday and start your free trial right now at cbs.com slash Star Trek. Don't miss the show everyone is talking about. Star Star Trek Take Two, Star Trek Discovery. Exclusively on CBS All Access, subscribers can stream new episodes live every Sunday across all devices or watch them later on demand. Try CBS All Access free now at cbs.com slash Star Trek. There you have it, this Star Trek Discovery. Getting a lot of traction, a lot of people digging it. You know, Trekkies all over the world, man. Big time. So there you have it. A little while, we'll have Mike Johnson. I think he's a big Star Trek fan. Mike Johnson will be on the show. PW Insider Report. Mike Johnson, uh, Jarba City Jones. He will be here. He just walked in. No, he didn't. Uh, he's not here live. Uh, so, yeah, Mike Johnson will be here. And um, I'm going to ask him if he's uh, familiar with the uh, Star Trek Discovery. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he watches it on CBS All Access. I'm sure he supports that. Full stop, Mr. Check. I'll hold your position. Sure he definitely does. Wouldn't you think he does? I would think so, right? Yes. Damage report, Scotty? Yes. I think he's a Star Wars guy. I feel like you've... Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek Discovery. That's what we're about here on the Taz Show. Dennis! Dennis! They're taking over, bro. They're taking over. Dennis, you should be shaking like... ah. Seth is coming. Ah, Seth. Seth. <laughs> I'll call my people. Seth. We're coming for you. <laughs> How annoying is that? Oh, my God. That's so fucking annoying. Well, there's the IG clip. Holy shit. My ears. Oh. That was, uh, God, I'm that was so- something. Everybody listening to the podcast version. Oh. I apologize for that. I don't know why I'm not apologizing to people listening live, but I'm just not. I don't know why. They enjoyed it. <sighs> Dude, I, 
the sound effects store should never ever play that that sound again. You agree? I'm not going to say yes because I have a feeling the sound effects store does the opposite. <laughs> All right. So anyway, enough of that. Um, so I told you guys about um, you know who I asked you guys who had the most. I guess the right word is the kind of what I said earlier. Who had the most underrated performance? Let's not on Raw. Well, for me, I got to go straight up with um, Mickey James. I think Mickey James kicked ass last night. Uh, I think she looked great. She sounded great. Her, her, her content in her promo was great. Um, I thought Alexa was good, but to be honest, I think she kind of got schooled by a veteran. <laughs> Uh, not just the work part of the physicality about getting kicked in the face and stuff and Alexa leaves the ring. I'm talking about in, in the delivery of the promo and uh, the, again, and I'm like, wow. Now they're even going shoot-style stuff with females, which I think is great. So I think it's awesome. I liked it. I liked the segment a lot, and I, to me, the underrated performance last night came from Mickey James, no doubt about it. I thought she was great. And, I mean, for, you know, for Alexa to call her an old lady and all that stuff, I mean, that's, it's, you know, it, it's what they should do to start an angle. I mean, Mickey's not an old lady. Um, and um, I thought it was, uh, I, I thought it was excellent. I thought Mickey was on point. Again, she looked great. She sounded good. Did you see Mickey last night or not? That is the one segment I missed. Mm. You're a liar. So you missed a lot of segments. So uh, No, it was, truly was. I didn't even, Cowboys on Monday Night Football, not interested. No! So you're a, big, you're a giant fan. What do you care about the Cowboys? That's why I didn't watch Monday Night Football. Oh, oh I misunderstood. I got you now. Okay, got it. I understand. I understand. I'm going to kick your ass! I totally understand. Okay, no problem. So, I'm going to keep talking about Raw here. i got to get into uh, some people that are calling the show. We're going to talk to them here in a second. Uh, who we got here? We got uh, Steven in New Jersey. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say, bud? Hey, good moment, Taz. Good moment, bud. What's up? I just want to talk about the Bullet Club invading Raw. Yes, sir. I was touching on it a little bit, and uh, and uh, I'll get into it a little bit more. But what do you want to talk about with it? Well, I love the storyline that they're having right now on their YouTube page that's basically taking shots at WWE anytime they get. So the fact that they invaded Raw last night was hysterical. Yeah, well, and look, Steve, I don't know how long. Are you been a wrestling fan a long time or a newer yeah. fan? Yes? Okay. Uh, I've been a fan a long time. All right, so you know, so you're familiar with what happened like years ago, yeah. where like a lot, not just ECW, but a lot of promotions would go after take shots at WWE or F at the time, and obviously WCW did that. So what they're doing there, you're right there, bro. You good? Yeah. All right, you sound like you're up chucking a little bit. I didn't know what was going on. You sound a little. Oh, no, I'm on the trains of people. Oh, that's awesome. No one cares. All right, so no, so so okay, great. Yeah, so here's the thing, Steve. Like I, I think that. I think that them doing that on the YouTube thing is not, like, innovative, but it's smart of the Bullet Club, and I think that's great. And then they went and did that uh, after they did an appearance at a mall, and then they showed up. Hopefully they can keep doing something, Steve. And, you know, I'm going to talk about an idea that I think they should have went with, Steven, uh, with the Bullet Club last night because they had it on a silver platter, my friend. I don't know if you real Do you realize that? They had it on a silver platter? Yeah, I, I guarantee WWE should have just let them be on TV. The funny part is they actually did – um, meet with uh, creative member Jimmy Jacobs uh, outside the arena. 
Well, I'm sure that they want to know what was going on. Uh, Jimmy, you know, uh, what are you guys doing? That type thing. Look, there's enough people in the uh, – uh, and, Steve, thank you for calling. There's enough people in the building, like Cody Rhodes's, Cody Rhodes's brother is in the building, Goldust, and, and you got Finn Balor is friends with these guys. I mean, you know, AJ Styles – well, I don't know, AJ wouldn't be that. It was SmackDown, but maybe he was there. I don't know. But my point is they know enough people. I mean, Cody's been – worked there, Cody's wife. They've been in the company for years. I mean, so there's enough people that are going to make – see what's going on. Let's say, look, guys, what are you guys doing? We don't want to call the cops, you guys, and get you arrested. We know you're trying to shoot an angle and doing going to business for yourself. Just don't get arrested here. You know what I mean? Um, and so fans understand this, right? And I don't want to say it the wrong way, but like when I say they should have, WWE should have capitalized on this. Look, I, I know, and I need you people to understand this. It's not like they could just show up and let them go on TV. There's a lot involved. There's releases involved. There's money involved. There's contracts. You can't just let guys, they're under contract to Ring of Honor. You can't just let guys just pop on your TV. When I say that, what I mean is they, they WWE, should have worked something out ahead of time and did something here. And I, I got to tell you this. There was a small part of me when I saw Finn get attacked backstage by Goldust. I'm like, wow, they might be onto something here. Because Finn, with his history with the Bullet Club and all that, obviously Goldust, his brother's Cody Rhodes. Maybe there's something going on here. And I thought, now how's this for, for booking? Like I'm thinking, you know, very ECW all the time, unfortunately. I think that's how I think. When I say unfortunately, I mean like, because that, that's kind of a lost way of booking today. Uh, I thought when they would show like whatever, Finn Balor backstage walking to the ring or um, you know, like Goldust, whatever, walk to the ring, one of them would unlock a door or, like, subtly see them, like, come from outside. Like, you know, like, and don't bring attention to it. Something cool like that. Like, my point is this, guys. One of them unlocked the back door. You get it? Wink, wink. And that let the Bullet Club in where they, they in the main event, you have Goldust wrestle Finn. Instead of doing the cruiserweights there, you have Goldust wrestle Finn and then there's an invasion where the Bullet Club comes in and either beats up Finn or beats up Goldust, whatever whatever way, you know, they, they go. And then they have Starcade coming up where Goldust and, you know, uh, obviously Cody Rhodes have been vocal about it because it was Dusty's event and his, you know, and WWE, uh, maybe maybe they do, you know, Goldust, I think, tweeted something out where it should be the Hardys versus him and his brother, uh, the, the Rhodes family versus the Hardy family, that type thing. So... You could have did a big WWE special or something, or even do it for the house. Have have the, the the Bullet Club come in and invade, push it on social media, and then do a big match at Starcade, you know, in, in Carolina there, and have it where whoever's against who, the Bullet Club would one of those guys, or the Bullet Club would maybe Dustin is Dustin Rhodes because last night he was Gold Dust again. I was confused. Like, he was Dustin Rhodes last week, and they just completely ignored that he was Dustin Rhodes last week. And now he's back just being gold dust. No acknowledgement whatsoever that he was Dustin Rhodes. Like, what the F? What the F? Why am I saying F now? And earlier I said the F word. Why, Dennis? Why do I do that? I, I enjoy when you go in and out. <sighs> in and out. So, that's a burger joint I'm sure you would like. You ever had In-N-Out Burger? Uh, I've had a friend bring a burger back, so oh. it didn't have the same Bro. hold, but I've never been oh, to an oh. In-N-Out. You would do some damage there. I mean, I would do damage at Olive Garden. Big buddy. <laughs> at the salad bar. <laughs> Poor broccoli. 
And cauliflower's like, get him out of here. Can't take you anywhere. <laughs> uh, me and Seth go to Olive Garden pretty often. I'm sure you guys do. Oh, man. Anyway, so uh, there's a lot they could have done with this. You like the idea about opening the back door type thing? It's pretty cool, right? When I saw they were there, and I'm and I'm seeing your timeline, and it's like, and especially with the, like you had talked about last week with um, with Michael Hayes, like kind of where it's like, oh, he got permit, like obviously he got permission for his tweets from from right. higher ups, like of course, did, it would just, what's the negative? I mean, obviously there's legalese you got to work out and all that, but like having Cody Rhodes and and Gold Dust being Dusty's kids do the Starcade stuff. Start the angle now. Like, perfect opportunity and just a complete well, miss. there's a couple of negatives. That's the negatives is the business end of it. I know you're asking kind of maybe a rhetorical question, but I'm, I'm going to answer that. So it's the business end of it. It's the money end of it. Maybe they can't, maybe maybe they don't want to pay the young bucks. Maybe they, they don't want Cody back. Maybe they don't want to give them a platform. Um, m- maybe it's a ring of honor WWE thing. But, see, the thing, the other reason why I started thinking, well, maybe they, they did business and this is a work. Maybe this thing with the Bullet Club outside is a work for the people on social media while the WWE talent and announcers ignore it, what's going on outside, so it seems more like a shoot. And then it's all a work, and then they come in the main event segment and attack Dustin and Finn Balor, even though that wasn't the main event. You know, then it's like, whoa, what the hell's going on? And it's kind of like, don't even have the announcer say anything, so it feels like a shoot. Good Lord, the business needs this shit right now. You have no idea. Like, the injection of reality, of realism, of something like this, the business really needs. And WWE probably thinks that most people have no clue what a Bullet Club even is. And I could bet you dollars to donuts the casual fans have no idea what the Bullet Club is. Not one. <laughs> and and they don't care about the Bullet Club, meaning WWE. Well, they haven't anyway, because look at, uh, uh, look at Gallows and Anderson. Look at Finn Balor. Look at AJ Styles. None of them are utilized. Look at the, was it the Nakamura too, right? I think he was, wasn't he part of the Bull Club in Japan? I think he might have been. I don't, I don't think he was. Maybe he wasn't. But I'm just saying those other guys I named were, and, and AJ and Finn and stuff, and, and Gallows and Anderson, and they did nothing with it. You know, uh, no acknowledgement. So it, it's, it's the other, okay, this is what I was saying. The other thing why I thought maybe this is going to happen was because of that, that freaking server they put out the other day. Where they mentioned Ring of Honor. Would you want Ring of Honor shows or TNA shows? Or, you know, but I think that survey was just them just, just you know, tossing out all different stuff to get people intrigued. You know, that's what I think that was because I think most of that stuff, they ain't, they're not going to offer on the WWE Network. How are they going to afford it? It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. You're paying a lot of different content providers. A lot of money, kids. Trust me. I know about that. So, um it's not as easy as people think. You know, we all think the WWE has a bottomless pit when it comes to money. Okay, that's not the case. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I'm just telling you, that's not the case, kids. They don't have a bottomless pit. They don't. Dennis has a bottomless pit when it comes to consuming food. Yes. We know this. Dennis, you're proud of this, too. Yeah, I don't shy away from that. Christian York, take two. Christian in York, Pennsylvania. You're on Natasha. Christian, you know what's odd? Are you familiar yeah. with Christian York? That's an old school wrestler, right? Yes, yes. How can I help you, my friend? Um, good moment, guys. How you guys doing? Good moment, buddy. Talk to me. Real quick. The only question I had was something that I had 
that I had noticed when I saw this whole Enzo stuff, and I was waiting for you to bring that up, so I forgot bringing that up to you, is the fact that all Enzo truly has, and there's really no way that a lot of people can argue that he's the most, he has the most connection with all his fans when he does all his, you know, oh, yeah, how yeah, you yeah, doing yeah. and all Yeah, 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 of that. course. Yep, yep, there's promo stuff. Yeah, so yeah. this new view that they're going with, you're stripping away that, the guy sells a lot of merchandise, obviously. He's stripping away that as well, too. I mean, that's hurting him hugely, in my opinion, when it comes to what they're doing. Oh, mean, hold on, Christian. Very- let me let me interrupt you, but my man, listen yes, to me. Listen, yes, listen, listen, listen. Uh, we'll discuss it, you and I, for a second. So, I kind of disagree with you, and here's why. Uh, even though if he's going towards that heel bad guy route, you know, it, it, it's it's he still they'll still say his stuff. They're still because you know why, bro. People want to interact when they go to these shows. When The Rock was a heel, they were saying his stuff. You know what I mean? Like, people want to, not just The Rock, Steve Austin, a bunch of guys. I'm not putting them on that level. But I'm saying is, I know when I was a heel, and I would say, beat me if you can't survive if I let you. People were saying it. You know, people just want to interact, Christian, at the show. Even though he's a heel, they're going to say that. Now, his merchandise, maybe a little bit will hurt it, but it's a newer day now, bro. You know, maybe some of the younger kids, they might not like him anymore, and they might not want his shirts. But, you know, I don't think it's going to hurt him financially with his merch that much, which is funny he brought that up on the air. But um, I, as far as his um, his promo work, Christian, and his expressions, I do think they'll keep saying that. But continue. But, no, just to add to what you're saying, the only difference between you, The Rock, and him is that, like, no disrespect to Enzo, but you guys were, like, had talent. You guys had were badasses. You guys were great in the ring. Where truly that's all that the guy has. <laughs> And you just you. literally you. stripped all that. And I'm like, that's the only thing that I was just saying. I'm like, man, you know, like, and I don't want to sound like an M-word, but, <laughs> like, maybe all this is what they're doing to maybe just continuously just strip everything away from him, and then that might be the end of it. So that's just a quick little observation that I was just saying. But, Christian, like, hold on. I think you're, like, yeah. three quarters right, bro. You're not all the way right. And I'll tell you why. Dude, look. No matter who likes WWE or doesn't, or likes Vince McMahon or doesn't, we all have to agree he's a very intelligent businessman. So my point is, why would WWE Christian put all that money and time into Enzo to to strip him down, to strip him down, to take everything away from him? Why would they do that? That's a great question, and that's why I was asking me why are they go in that direction. That's all. You know, that's I, I hear you, bro. I don't think they're going that direction. Christian, thank you for calling, my friend. I don't think they're going that direction. That's why they wouldn't do that because they're not. They're gonna. He's still gonna cut his promo. I mean, I see what Christian's saying. He's not. It's a good point. It's a good observation. But I do think that he's gonna keep cutting his promos. I am Enzo Mori. I'm the real Scatter Room, or whatever he says. They're gonna keep doing that, and fans just want to interact. And the problem is. And I remember this even when I was in WWE, there was a problem that there wasn't enough of that, that WWE wasn't allowing talent to have that connectivity and that interaction with the audience. Like I know when I was come when I was in my my prime and during that era era era, uh, era of um, you know the attitude era where there was so much interaction with the audience, no matter if you were from WWF, WCW. ECW, so many of us had promos that interacted with the crowd. Okay, so you could. I know you guys. As I say that, if you're listening live or on demand, you're like, "Oh, he's right." I remember when this guy, this guy should do that. I mean, you know, there were so many guys that used to do that, <clears throat> have interaction on the mic. But WWE, they only allow certain people to build that. They're going to micromanage you and only certain people. 
Enzo's a guy that let him do that. And and he does it good. And he's done it from Jump Street, from NXT all the way, and the tag team thing into, you know, now. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's going to keep doing it, in my opinion. But, um, you know, I, 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 I now the merchandise stuff that that guy was saying, yeah, that's... Um, that could hurt a little bit. I don't think it's going to hurt him a ton, though, because, look, if you're over, you're over. And no matter if he's um, good or bad uh, in the ring, it doesn't matter. His persona, his character, and, again, it just proves to the point that the bulk of the WWE universe, as they call it, is a casual fan because his in-ring work, we know Enzo is not great. He'll be the first one to admit it. He said it on the air last night. The you can't wrestle stuff. He's basically sticking up everybody's ass, saying, "You guys said I can't wrestle. Look at me. You know, I'm the cruiserweight champ. You know, <clears throat> I've been saying that forever about the guy. I mean, he, he's over. He's he, he he and that's it. And that's why they're giving him that platform. And I don't think they're gonna. I don't think WWE's trying to strip him down. I think WWE is, and they're known for this. <laughs> they're gonna make it hard on him. Hey, we're gonna give you the belt, the cruiserweight belt. And we're gonna push you. But, son, you are going to earn that motherfucker. And, that, and that's what he's doing. He's going to bump. He's going to get ripped. He's going to be in He's going to sell his ass off. And he's going to hang on to that title, but it's going to be miserable for him. I'm telling you. Even though he's a heel, they're going to let him shoot on guys. And that's what they did when he went off the air last night. He got his ass kicked by everybody. Well, it's a work, Taz. Yeah, I know. I'm all aware. But I can tell you, when you get your ass kicked in a work form and you're taking all those bumps... Uh, I always talk about the bump card, and that bump card will fill up. And actually, speaking of bump card, uh, there is going to be a segment on the Taz Show soon called Bump Card. That's right. And beware of the hacks with this. Beware of the hacks with the bump card. But that's coming. Stooged off Jones, first time ever, said right here. Absolutely, I'm letting you know right now. One more word, and I'm hanging up on you. Now, what does bump card entail? Can't tell you that. Ooh, I like it. Can't tell you that. Is it food-related, please? No. Can't tell you that. Uh, Can't do that. Just letting you know that it's coming. All right, I'll let you know a little bit, too. There's a shirt design coming, too, with bump card. I shouldn't have said it. I know Mr. Pavento's going to be like, That's going to say. He's going to get upset. I'm very well aware of that, but I wanted to let people know there is, you know, a bump card shirt coming too. Okay, so there that was, it is. That was enough for me. Yeah. Just enough to wet the whistle. Segment is all sorts of. It's going to be a whole marketing push here in the time show. All right, I'm going to go to break here. Okay, kids. Uh, other side of break, we're going to go right into. We're going to have uh, Mike Johnson on from Pro Wrestling Insider, PW Insider, as they call it. I'll get the name of that. And we know those guys for years, but. What are they called again? Now you get it. PWInsider.com Jones. Yeah, we're going to have Mike Johnson with the PW Insider Report uh, when we come back. Sit tight, kids. Taz Show. So I'll tell you what, 
We have Mike Johnson on the second here on the PW Insider Report here. Uh, but I'll tell you, I was um, I had the chance during the break. Speaking of Mike and PW Insider, to go to PW Insider and I watched a uh, they posted. I think Mike posted. I think it was Mike a video of Braun Strowman, um, you know, power slamming Enzo last night. And as I talked about earlier, uh, all of the cruiserweights, dark off air, um, attacking and beating the daylights out of. Um, picking at spots uh, on Enzo. And i got to be honest with you, I, I didn't watch it when I talked about it earlier, but I just watched it thanks to PW Insider and Mike posting it. I'll tell you this, folks. It's a damn good thing they didn't put that on TV. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Uh, if they're trying to make this guy Enzo a heel, I felt bad for him. I mean, they, they talk about bullying. And they told about, I mean, I'm not, again, not being a prude here. I'm just saying, I know the guy ripped everybody in the promo live on Raw. But this was like a long beating. And it, it wasn't horrendous, but, you know, it was like, you know, it's 10, 12 guys beating up one guy. I mean, so, it, you know, you know I, I, I'm not the one who goes on a whole, you know, bully, bully thing where it's like, say no to bullying and all that, which I agree with. Say no to bullying. I totally agree with it, but uh, WWE pushes that. Let's be frank. Well, they're doing that, dark, in the building, in front of a bunch of people, and they put it on their social media platform, which is huge. Good thing it was on their main platform, which is TV. Because I watched it, and it was like, I felt bad for the guy. Well, Tasha being soft. I'm not being soft. I'm, I'm just being real. You didn't see it yet, right, Dennis? No? Yes? No? No. No, I did watch it. Did you feel bad for him? Yeah, the uh, the airplane spins. It was, it was just, it was not stop. Bullying's the right word. The, it, it felt, that's what it felt like. It's not these guys' fault. They're just doing what they're told. So, uh, but like I said, they're, they're gonna, this guy's going to earn the right to be the champ. They're going to have him bumping and this. And he ain't losing that title for a long time, though. Homeboy's going to keep that title. He's going to hang on it by the skin of his, skin of his teeth. That title is not leaving him I'm, for a while. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. All right, we're going PW Insider Report with a 3 and a 2 and a 1. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. What do you say there, Mike, via Skype Jones? What's up there, Mike? How are you, pal? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? A good. Do you say good morning? I'm sorry. Good moment. Let me get this straight. Hold on a second. Let's back up. Uh, Mike Johnson, PW Insider Report. How you doing, pal? What's going on? Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good. See, you are the man who deemed and invented good moment. How do you destroy your own gimmick? Uh, to give you fodder for your show. Uh, I don't need fodder, trust me. I don't need mother either. <laughs> I don't need fodder or mother. Um, so what's going on, man? How you doing? Nothing. Good to see you in the studio. Hope you're feeling good. Uh, yeah, there it is, Dennis. First guy to say it. He's back in the studio. Not for long. Um, so, uh, okay, thanks for that, though. So, look, you heard what I was talking about there, Mike, about what you posted. That was you who posted, right, on PW Insider, right? Yeah, what? I put up the Enzo video this morning. I didn't shoot it, obviously. No, WWE I know, did. I know. But, but I'm glad you put it up. I got a chance to see that. I mean, I, I, you know, and you know me, Mike. You know me a long time. I'm not a prude guy. I'm not soft. But I did kind of feel bad for this guy watching that. Did you? Uh, I, you know what? I, I, I did to an extent. I almost thought last night's segment was designed to almost be a double turn where Enzo is now going to be the heel and Neville is going to be the well, babyface leading the charge. That's what Dennis was saying. But, but 
<clears throat> my my thing is with a turn, Mike. I always feel like a turn has to be something that happens, like a physical thing to make someone turn. Sure, they could turn heel subtly with a promo or something like that. Obviously, we've seen that for ages in the business. I don't think Neville's going to change who he is. I think Neville's going to keep working the same way. I think people will like him. So I guess to your point and Dennis's point, I guess maybe it could be looked at as a double turn. Yeah, I mean, Enzo's promo, I, I like the promo. But that was not a babyface promo. No, so I really no, feel like, no, I know. You know, I feel like that was him versus. You know, they were setting up him versus the world, which you know the one thing he did say, and I, you know, people won't like to admit this. He did kind of bring some more vibrancy back to 205 Live. There was a very much a been here, done that sort of feel to the show. The wrestling was good, but it wasn't destination programming. I think Enzo being there it, it, from the time he got there on. And even now, winning the belt puts added interest and added attention on that on that brand. So oh I'm all God. for it, Mike. You, you really, Dennis. You're gonna have to help Mike with this with everything he just said, because you know I'm gonna lose my patience, and I don't want to. I like Mike, and I don't want to do that. You're not allowed to yell at me today, I'm so I don't want to hear yell. it. I'm not gonna yell. Dennis is gonna yell at you. No, I'm kidding. Dennis, please let him know where he just made a big mistake. Please. I actually. I'm going to be very honest. I didn't hear what he said. I was, oh, that's I was, awesome. I was typing out a tweet. Whoa, was there a breakfast burrito in 50 feet of you? What <laughs> whoa. Ah. There was. Well done. Yeah. I was, I was, was. Tweet, I'm tweeting out. I'm trying to get. I'm. Uh, you know what? I don't have to explain myself. That's right. You don't, Dennis. Be proud of who you are and the way you look. That's right. Well, I, I'm not proud of that at all. <laughs> I understand. No, well, you made a mistake, uh, uh, Mike Johnson. Um I've been saying that forever out here. I've been saying before, I predicted he'd win the title because he's going to bring awareness to the brand. He has the star power. He's the guy. It is said. It was like an echo of what I said, and I hate when people so, do that. So I, can't have the same, so I can't have the same opinion as you? Uh, you can, as long as you give me credit on my platform that I said it first. Yes. I okay, I am giving... Excuse me? I would like I would like to make it aware that anything I possibly say could have possibly been said by Taz on any episode of the four hundred and fifty thousand shows he's done in the past ten years. That's good. Is that yep. is that good enough? That works. Yes. That works. All right. I like that. As long as I've covered myself. No, you did. By the way, is he eating again? Uh, I don't know what he's. He's. No, I'm here. I'm here now. He's awake. He's good. Yeah. He's good. Uh, he, had yeah. a, he had a call for another round. <laughs> he's uh, he's out of control, Dennis. He needs some help. Uh, we're going to get him to a doctor soon. Uh, by the <laughs> way, speaking of Dennis, before I get rolling, he he blew out his eye socket, his right eye. He's got a bloodshot Jones. He's got it's not pink eye. It's disgusting. Aww. That's disgusting. I don't want to look at that. It, he, 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 it's his blood pressure. So he blew out his uh, his his eye socket. And he's got oh stop zooming in on that. <laughs> Jesus, Anthony, stop throwing zooming. <laughs> can't take that with people's eyes. That freaks me out, bro. Don't do that. I looked away from the camera. I looked up. I see the model. I'm like, ah, oh, it's Dennis's fucking eyeball. Um, so anyway, uh, so, sorry, Mike. Uh, this is really nothing to do with the PW Insider Report. Um, a lot of wrestling fans are like, I want to hear wrestling from Mike's Insider stuff. Nerd. Okay. So go ahead, Mike. What do you want to say? Hi. <laughs> Just be careful. Don't <laughs> hack me on my show because I'll get hot. You know that. I just, I, just, I just put a disclaimer. I'm good for like the next week. You're good for a week. I have to give you that. You are good for a week. That's a good point. So uh, what else is going on? The Bullet Club stuff. Let's talk about that. So, Yeah, I that was that was cool stuff. I just put up the video on PW Insider. People haven't seen it yet. But yesterday, Raw was taped in Ontario, Canada. Um, excuse me, Ontario, California. Yes. Um, TNA, TNA is going to be in Ontario, Canada. Um, and no, one cares. no, no, they don't. Isn't that obvious? <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I don't hear the anything. Bucks, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, go ahead. The Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, okay. 
Adam Hangman Page and Marty Skrull, they did a signing in Ontario okay, at stop, a hot stop, topic. Stop! Stop! Dennis, fix him again. All right, this time, uh, this time I was, uh, I was, you echoed again. I just, Mike, you have to, sir. You have to pay attention to the show, especially the episodes you are on, because it's redundant. It's recycled. You're saying what I said, sir. You're saying what I said. Get back to work. Tell you. Give you a beating. Gotta pay attention, sir. Please. A couple of weeks ago, I was on the show, and I was trying not to be redundant, and you jumped on me for not giving people enough information. Now I'm giving people information, and you're jumping on me for being redundant. Okay, that's touche. So what do you want? I, I just want it to be... Or should I, I go do Sabu Radio instead? I mean, what? <laughs> you can go do Sabu Radio. I love Sabu. It's suicidal, it's homicidal, it's genocidal. I get it. Um, yeah, so I, you don't have to set the table. This I'm is not one of... Listen, it. listen, listen! This is not one of your 6,000 fucking audios you put on your website. You're on my oh, show. I'm sorry I have work ethic and I do a lot. Yeah, so do I, son. Okay? Uh, so do I. Okay, so I'm trying to get my shit right here. It's the PW Insider Report. Pay attention to what happened before you. I know what happened. They had a signing at the Mills gimmick Schneebitz Furnum Mall. I know about that. And then they went, and they, Cody with the gimmick. I, and I also pitched an idea, a fancy book, and on the air today. And what I said, Mike, was, hey, I think it would have been cool, being that they had Goldust work with Finn, and that the history, obviously, with Finn and the, and the Bullet Club and... And obviously, Goldust is, is Cody's brother. They got Starcade coming up. They could have shot an angle if business worked out with Ring of Honor and all that stuff. And you have the back door left open. Here comes the Bullet Club, and they shoot an angle, even if it's dark, and they do it on social media for Starcade. That's what I said. And now you can go on your audio and copy what I said and take credit for it. That's what you can do now. Okay? I won't copy it. I'll just improve upon it. Oh, on that note, I'm going to let you go. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, how are you going to improve upon it? You're going to take my idea and make my idea better? Well, I just make you the commentator. Oh, you're such a kiss ass. All right, so these guys now, okay, they're... they're... So, they were, in the, they were in the area. Yes, yes. And as part of being in the area after the signing, they went to the building where Roy is. Right. And basically shot a bunch of footage for their YouTube series, Being the Elite. And they met up with a bunch of fans and there was a whole big raucous outside of Raw. And at one point, they even met up with former uh, wrestler from Ring of Honor and elsewhere, Jimmy now Jacobs. on the WWE creative team, Jimmy Jacobs, yes. and all took a photo together. Yes, I didn't know about the photo. That's funny. Um, but the thing is, I'm sure they had a lot of contact. Maybe Cody with his brother Dustin. I'm sure Finn knew they were there or whoever. You know, I, you know. Uh, they know several. They know so many of the guys, especially Cody's worked there for so long, and Cody's wife Brandy worked there so long. You know, so I don't. I don't think WWE wants to get have them get arrested for trespassing and stuff like that. That's probably why Jimmy Jacobs went out there to talk to them. Uh, just say, look, guys, don't get any heat here. Just get the heck out. Do your thing. And look, we've seen this before in the business. I uh, was lucky enough to be part of one of these type of things with with ECW. You know about that whole thing we did. And that was uh, one of the funnest things I've ever done in my career, uh, to be honest with you. And, of course, we saw DX do it. Um, how would you say, I just want to get, you're a historian of the business. You're one of the best ever. Um, uh, obviously, the, it was a little work involved when we did it with WWF, where, as opposed to DX doing it with WCW. Uh, but what would you say, besides the work part, like was the main, as a fan, you watching both those things, go back in time, what was the difference for you? 
Oh, the difference is one. What they did like yesterday was specifically for the social media audience. It was to boost themselves, and I think that was a cool idea to like. Yes. Like wrestling used to be a lot more fun, I think, and and it felt more like, oh, this wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. Yes. Uh, the Bullet Club showing up yesterday. Yesterday, to me, that felt kind of like similar to DX going to the Norfolk Scope when you hop the rail. And Fonzie tried to hop the rail, but somebody tackled him. Uh, and you had the sign, the Sabu Fierce Taz sign. Yes. To me, that felt like ECW kind of being the revolutionary or the rebellious promotion. Uh, especially since the idea was like, it happened and then they tried to cut around it. It wasn't like they focused on it too much. Right, right, right. Um, you know, yesterday, that was a bunch of people playing to an audience that's going to react to it. And it's going to get them attention. You know, it's going to get them headlines. And I think the difference is it's for the social media world. It may not have ripple effects on people who watch Raw or watch SmackDown, where what you did was an angle specifically to create a situation to get more awareness on ECW and bring it back. I don't know that that will bring more awareness to the Bullet Club right, or right. Japan right. or the Elite. I agree. And the thing with the, because we were, a lot of us weren't aware, we were well, we knew when it really happened. We were in bed, ECW, with WWE. And so, yes, it brought awareness for Bailey Legal, the first pay-per-view of ECW, as you know. And the other thing that it did was, the other side of it, was to help WWE, WWF. They needed help. They needed an injection of life, right or wrong. Yeah, they were they were hurting at that point, because that was late 96, early 97, when you guys yeah. did the appearances and in, I know for a fact the Manhattan Center stuff, you boosted the rating yeah. uh, that week. And, in fact, the first segment with ECW boosted the rating like almost like a, over a point. I didn't know it was that um, much. I should have got a, I think someone owes me some money. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might, you might want to hit Paulie up for that, for that oh, bonus. Okay. Um, Stop. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> got it. I'm on it. But yeah. yeah, but it was, you know, it was something that helped gain uh, attention for ECW in that time period because – you know, ECW was just on all these syndicated markets at 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Now you had anyone who watched Monday Night Raw, which was arguably the number two wrestling show at that point in time, uh, now going, what's ECW? There's something else? Mm. You know, and, and, and hopefully brought people to see Barely Legal or look for the ECW product. I don't know that what Bullet Club did yesterday will bring them attention, but it certainly enriches... The characters that they that they yes. that they that they exist right and, uh, for the their social for like, to your point earlier to, for their social media obviously you know yeah right? but but I, you're you're spot on because the other thing is where like if you just comparing what ECW did compared to what Ring of Honor or those guys did yesterday like I said we were in bed you know WWE was going to help they helped us promote you know <laughs> and we helped them give them something fresh and cool um, mm -hmm. where WWE did not help Ring of Honor yesterday I thought maybe. Like I said, I, when I watch, even though all the years being in the business from every avenue of the business, I try to really get sucked in as a fan. And it used to be hard for me. It's getting a little bit easier, but it, it used to be hard for me. Um, when I watched last night, and I said this to on my show earlier here uh, to the audience, I said, look, it, I thought maybe, you know, when I saw Finn get beat up by Dustin, by Goldust, who's not Dustin this week. Last week he was Dustin Rhodes. This week he's Goldust again. I don't know if you noticed that, Mike. Um, they just kind of ignored I that. Saw that. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. So, uh, you know, I'm thinking, ah. And then they put out that that whole big thing with the network, with the, uh, what do you call it, the gimmick, the vote on, uh, what do you call it, the Survey Jones, and they mentioned Ring of Honor. And I'm thinking, ah, maybe, they're do, maybe they're doing some business with Ring of Honor. Maybe they'll have these guys, you know, get involved in the Finn Goldust match. That would have been badass. 
It would have been cool. And I, I know you mentioned Starcade yet earlier. As of yesterday, the latest I've heard is that's still just going to be a house show with a fancy title. They're not planning mm-hmm. on putting that on the network. Although I've heard they are planning on adding a couple of other uh, bigger, older, vintage names to that show to add interest to it. So we'll, we'll see. I, I feel like you're going through all this effort. You might as well put it on the network. Yeah. Uh, but oh. as of yesterday, that's still not the plan. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I don't. I I think. Um, well, maybe it's a financial thing. I don't know. I, maybe it could be a well, financial. I, I mean, they. You would think. You know, they, they, there have been a lot of cutbacks in in production. We've talked about this before yep, with the pyro. Yep, yep, yep. You would have to think, even if they cut back on all that stuff, the cost of the satellite to bring back Starcade for the first time in seventeen years would be worth it I, to I, try and entice people to buy the network. I agree. They might be thinking, though, Mike, and I know how they think. Um, it's 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 directly the market you're going after with Starcade is, is the old school wrestling fan. That's what they're thinking, and they feel like they have them already. So why? that's They, they have them already. So that's, that's, you know what I mean? That's what I think they think. It's they want the casual fan. They want the new fan. They don't want the guy or girl that was the big NWA fan uh, back in the day that loved the Four Horsemen and woo and all that stuff. Because you know why? They figure nine out of ten of those old NWA fans already subscribing to the network. That's what I think yeah. they're thinking. You know what I mean? And they, and they might be right because and listen, they're a youth based they're a youth based organization. They want a younger audience and a younger demographic. So. Even using Starcade to entice people who are in their 40s or their 50s or their 60s to come and watch the network, that's not the audience they're going for. They want they want a younger audience anyway. Yes, that's, that's why they put so much stuff out on YouTube, because they're trying to appeal directly to the millennials who may not be watching well, and investing three hours into Raw. Correct, and I agree, and that's why I'm saying that. You know, that's why I think that that's why I think that it's a deal where um, it, it, they, they don't... That's why, as you were saying that again, I remember last thing you want to show you were talking about Hey, doing a uh, uh, and put a two shut up. Leave that up there, please. Um, uh, when when um, when um, uh, you were on the show last time, I think it was on the previous time about doing Starcade. You're the first time I heard that concept of putting it on a network, which I love. And then I was thinking the whole while, just like when you brought it up. And then when you started talking here a few minutes ago, I'm like, wow. You know what? I had this epiphany. Like, huh? You know, they're not going to put it on. Your point about the satellite, eh, it's it's definitely a cost. But why should we spend the money? When we're going after fans, we already have. That's what that I think. True. You know, like this, you all the UK stuff they do, right, dude? Like, you know, they'll they'll do UK pay, which I love. I think they're great. They'll do that stuff. I, it's it's new, agree. right? It's fresh. Yeah, it's, I love that stuff. Yeah, no, me too. But I'm saying, wouldn't you agree? That's geared towards the more current, casual, younger fan. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, look, dude, I I think it'd be awesome if they put Starcade on WWE Network. I do. Um, I. That live house show, I'm watching it. If they put it, I'm in. I think it's great. You know, the one the one thing we we're not touching upon is they could still film it, cut it, and then put it on video on demand with much less of an expense. Sure, they could. They do could that. still do that. They would tape it. They won't film it. I've taught you this many times, but you just refuse to say the words. They don't film. They tape. They don't use tape anymore. It's digital. I know, but it's called a taping, son. Please, it's not okay. called filming. It is digital, but it's not called filming. Filming is big screen. Filming is film, bro. Like right now, we're live, right? But we're mm-hmm. also taping the show. We tape live. We shoot live. And it goes to digital video. But it's okay. called shooting, so I'm trying to teach you, okay? Yeah, I feel like you're shooting. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. That was pretty yeah. good. That was that was pretty That's good. Right. That was pretty good. One more word and I'm hanging up on That's you. It's not bad. 
Um, so uh, what else is going on, Mike? Talk to me. Um, yes. Exactly. Nothing really. All right. Smackdown tonight. Big, 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 big segment for Rusev. He's going to be honored by his hometown in Bulgaria yes, tonight heard. on SmackDown. Looking forward to that. And they are, uh, where are they in, uh, where are they in Jonesboro? Where are they, Dennis? Where are they? Jonesboro. What, where are they? They're in uh, Ar- uh, Arizona. You got me saying Jonesboro. Arizona? Glendale, Arizona. Arizona. Glendale. Glendale, Arizona. Oh, that's like Bulgaria. The Gila Rivers Arena. Similar. Um, also on the show is Ty Dillinger against Baron Corbin. Okay. And uh, they're going to obviously follow up on Kevin Owens against Shane McMahon. Okay. And I, I, sir, sir, on... sir, so Mike, we need to have a meeting, okay? Uh, I, I, I do something called a SmackDown preview at the end of my show, so thank you for You just adding. ask me what else is going no, on. No, I'm, I'm asking you, you I'm, I'm asking you for fucking news, bro. News, you're a news guy. News, you treat me like Give an me asshole. news. Give me fucking news. That's your news, you treat me like an asshole. I'm not treating you like an asshole. I love you. How am I treating you like an asshole? Oh, you're yelling at me and cursing at me. Oh, oh I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Stop. As we're taping, oh, you're wait. cursing at me. <laughs> As we're taping. Well done. Taping. I am not. I am not. I yell at everyone, bro. People yell at me. We yell here. Don't get offended. I'm sorry. I apologize. You, I'm not offended. I'm just. I'm just manipulating. I feel bad. If I'm I now, if I can interject for a second, Taz. I don't know if it'll help or hurt Mike's bad. case. I, I yelled at Mike. Damn um. It. You picked a bad day to do it too. Why? I don't think Taz knows Mike, but the, uh, the he has no idea, and that's okay. Oh, what today? Today's Mike's birthday. Oh, that's great. All right, Mike. No, no one, one cares. cares. Uh, uh, <laughs> See, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. No, 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 no. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday. I, I appreciate. I thought you'd be in a better mood being at your birthday. You see, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why? You seem I'm miserable old. to be here. I'm not cursing, yelling. I curse at everybody. I curse at my dog. I yell at people. People yell at me. We yell. I'm a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker. Stop. All of a sudden, you're, you're, you're a little soft. Stop. Come on. Please. You make me feel bad like I yelled at you now. Damn it. I didn't make you feel bad. Dennis is the one pointing out it's my birthday, and you're ruining it. No, nah, that's not why I feel <laughs> you're bad. Ruining you're ruining it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining my birthday. I don't want to ruin your birthday. I don't want to. But I, I did. I did get hot at you a little bit. I did. That happens. I'm not. That doesn't it, it, it mean does. I'm like an asshole. It just happens on the show. That's why nobody comes on the show. Okay. I have no guests, Mike, because no one wants to be a, a deal. I have no friends. You know that. I mean, wait, wait, wait. isn't your producer supposed to get you guests? <laughs> No, is that salsa music I hear? Excuse me? Not today. Uh, no, that doesn't happen here. But you are correct. And usually in radio, the producer is the one that, that gets, you know, a uh, guest. Um, but this doesn't work like that on the Taz show because we have people that work under the show with the show, Mike, that are what they call barnacles, okay? They're people that just like to hinge on and their goal is to get another show or get another opportunity, and they use me. Dennis, you keep pulling back your eyelid. I'm going to throw this hot <laughs> coffee in your face. I'm telling you. So uh, on that, Mike, I'm going to let you go because I'm sure you got a birthday cake waiting for you. And uh, do you have any nice plans for dinner, Mike? Uh, you have no news. Do you have any plans for dinner? No. Okay, Mike. I'll let you plug away and uh, go. All right. You can check us out at PWInsider.com or you can visit us ad-free for three days free at PWInsiderElite.com. I want to thank all of you for checking us out, and you can follow me at MikePWInsider on Twitter. Okay. Taz, so, I love you. Thank you, buddy. Is this your last time you're coming on a show? Um, I don't know. Are you gifting me that for my birthday? No. <laughs> I t- <laughs> no, I... I no, you, my, my casa, you casa. Amigos. Oh, I'll be here next week as long as you... Uh, I'm here until you fire me or find someone better. No, but you seem like, like you seem a little just depressed because I got upset. No, 
I'm just old. So am I. I hear you, bro. Yeah, but now I'm catching up to you, and that's kind of sad. I'll always be ahead of you. <laughs> I'm always going to be older than you. You can chase me, but you're not going to catch me, unfortunately. Well, you never know. Uh, I mean, so, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't bring more news. Well, that's kind of your gig here. So we'll pay well, you the big bucks. I know. Well, I wasn't even sure I was coming on the show. Hold on. Stop the music. Come again? I didn't even know if I was on the show. I didn't know if I was on Skype. I didn't know if I was on. I didn't know what we were doing today. Well, let me get this straight. Are you telling me there's a blender starting and I can see the producer's face like, oh, shit, Mike. So are you telling me that no one from my show contacted you to have your guest spot here? Uh, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get Dennis in trouble. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't have to try. He's always in trouble. Dennis, Dennis, I apologize. I just I didn't know. I didn't know if you were at home. I didn't know if I was on the phone. I didn't know if you're going to be. What do you mean? Who's home? I don't work the, the, the at home. There's a studio in the, 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 the cave. The Rage Cave is not home. People what think you? that you live they in the Rage I live, Cave. I live in rage, they don't have no idea where the Rage Cave is. People just assume. And you're just like all the other mocks, Mike, that assume things. Yeah, I called we'll you call a mock. mock. That's he right. did not like He, calls, he called me a mock. mock. I, I called you a mock. Don't I'm sorry. What? What'd you say? Don't do that? Don't do that. What are you going to yeah, do about do it? What are you going to do? You're going to beat me up, Mike? What are you going to do? You're gonna I know where you live. You're going to come to the studio? You can't get past my security. I'm going to get a stepladder and kick you in the leg. <laughs> stepladder. Hey, I'm not much uh, taller than you. <laughs> Dennis, well, why, didn't you, Dennis why didn't you contact Mike? Uh, I thought he was out celebrating his birthday. Bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit right there. It's great to be guess. fair, I usually assume I'm always going to be on. But this week, in the last couple of weeks, we've kind of had a change of schedule. It's been some weeks you haven't had me on. Some weeks you've been in the rave cage. Some week I've been on the mm -hmm. phone. So I texted Dennis, and I'm like, am I on today? What are we doing? And, and then he let me know like two seconds later. Dude, Dennis. And then I had to run around to make sure I was ready. I'm so glad, Mike, you brought this up. And, Mike, I personally want to apologize to you for any convenience. Um, I don't need an apology. It's fine. I, I wasn't trying to. I, I honestly, Dennis, I promise you, I was not trying to get Dennis in trouble. I see, no, no. I, I see what you did, Mike. I see what you did. Mike's just a guest. I don't know why you're getting upset with Mike. He, You owe him an apology. Is he a guest? Wait, wait, or like he's a getting upset segment? with me. I'm resolving him of all blame. There's a whole... There's he, a. He is a guest. Mike is a guest. And I, I absolved him of blame, and now he's getting angry at me? I don't think that's fair. I don't, I don't think it's don't, fair either, Mike. I agree with you. Uh, I don't get angry. And we, 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 I, I think punishment is in, is in order. Oh, don't worry. It's coming. I think perhaps Dennis's T-shirt should be yanked from the market. And you, don't, don't worry about that. And you, you being a big Star Trek fan, Mike, you know how I deal with things. You know what I do. So oh, uh, I know. You know, I'm going to deal with him. And it, it's I, a I saw the ca I saw the captain bobbing in the water the other day. I know. You don't want to come back. I don't want to come back here. That guy. Buy a hat. I can't even find that guy. Data being received. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Mike, look, I apologize <laughs> that the guy didn't come back. No, don't you. apologize. I Dennis have to. Apologize. I'm professional of this guy. Dennis should apologize, but he's a shithead. So he won't apologize. Dennis is a shithead. Okay? That's what you people don't realize. Dennis, I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just telling you. All right. Thank now the audience is starting to see. And you know, see, Mike, here's the thing. And I'm really late to break. It's okay. Mike, see, he don't even care, bro. He's just like, eh, whatever. You know why? Because he kisses his boss's ass. You know who his boss is? You know who his boss is? Seth. <laughs> Seth is his boss. Oh. So he kisses his boss's ass. I love China. That's what happens here. That's what happens here. And so he's not fireable. We go to Yankee games together. <laughs> see? See what I mean? 
See, I'll do the Seth voice. I laugh, then I forget what happened. That's the gimmick. <laughs> That's exactly the gimmick. It's unbelievable. Mike, I, I apologize. Dennis, you still have yet to apologize. Don't forget that stupid-ass gimmick you had either. Happy birthday, Mike. Well, thank you. I appreciate you making me run around in circles on my birthday morning. Sorry, Mike, for all the problems. Then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. All right. So on that note, no, no, I'm not. Okay, Mike. All right, Mike. Mike, listen. All right, we're out of here. Goodbye. All right, take care. Good moment, everybody. Goodbye. Good moment. I'm Mike Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. That went well. That went well. Um, Evan flows as the. I think Mike just picked his nose on camera. I, I did not. Get Mike back on. Get him back on. Mike! I did not. I was scratching right no. here. You picked oh, the your old nose. scratch. You nose picking prick. You picked that your was, nose. No, 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 no. That oh, was a scratch. Oh, Just like Jerry Seinfeld, it was a scratch. <laughs> Don't even try that. Bro, you know my audience. Oh, memes, guys, gifts, it's coming. Oh, you're done. You're done with this. This, You know, yeah, no sell Jones. Look at him. Yeah, that's my gimmick. Um, Look it. I'm telling you, you picked your nose, and thank God you didn't eat it. Didn't happen. No, it did. You, hey, dude, there's nothing wrong with picking your nose. Look, I pick my nose all the time. Look at that. Eh, look at that. Look at that. Everybody pick that. Dennis, pick your nose from Sure. Look at Dennis. Dennis picks his ass. He picks his nose. Look at him. So it's fine. You're in good company here. Mike, you got busted okay. picking your nose. You can be upset. I don't give a rat's ass at your birthday, but you, sir, have a good one on your birthday. It's awesome. Okay? Thanks. I have a great day. We're going to get out of here now. <laughs> All right, leave Mike alone. Let the poor bastard go. I feel bad for him. All right, look, that's uh, that's we're going to break. We're late to break. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. All righty, we're back here live. We're on uh, Facebook. We've been on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Tell your friends and family. Share the show, too, bitches. Hey, I want to let you know right now, the support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And the greatest part of the whole shebang, it's simple. Really simple. No matter if you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. So, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently. So, to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org. 3030, Rock and Mortgage. So, Mike Johnson was indeed picking his nose. Uh, he thought that we were off of him. Uh, people on Facebook uh, um, uh, that are watching live, they agree. They know he was picking his nose. They all agree. Anthony, uh, the video uh, producer, director extraordinaire, uh, kind of an error on your part. Error! But uh, a good error, my friend. Uh, Anthony, uh, what happened there? Well, normally when Mike signs off, I'll wait before he hangs up to see if he dances when we play the salsa music. Yes. So he had started to do the hand thing, and I went to him, and then he went right to his nose. <laughs> I was just like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, shit, that's great. He was picking his nose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 
I cannot wait to see all the memes, the memes, <laughs> and the, the gifs and the gifs. Oh. The question is, if we would have not gone gone to him, would he have eaten the booger? Oh, Ooh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Happy that's, birthday. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Happy he birthday, was. Mike. He got mad at me too. Did you notice that? Ed? He was pissed at me. He was mad at everyone. He took a shot at Dennis, at you. He's <laughs> trying to drive a wedge in the team. That's what I think. There's no team. There's no team. It's you guys against me. That's how it is. There's no team. <laughs> then it worked. <laughs> this is not a handicap match. This is not a team. Yeah. No, there is no team. Um, no, but I hate what you're saying, dude. No, he he was upset. And he was upset. I don't blame him for being upset because, Dennis, you got, you can't. Who's whistling? What's that whistling? What is that noise? It's Ant. What? Is that you? No, 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 no. It's the, the hissing. No, no. It wasn't hissing. No, there was whistling. It was like. Somebody walking by, probably. Oh, a happy, a fucking happy jacker walking by. That's nice. One of these douches that work here. Okay. Oh, I'm getting over with the office. Anthony's gone. Oh boy, Taz is ripping the company again. Here we go. Everybody gets potted down. Gets, oh, quiet. And no one wants to hear nothing. Taz is ripping the company. And Mr. Pimento's like, yes, Mary, those motherfuckers, they all suck. I hate everyone here too, Taz. You're the man, you and Seth. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for mentioning me, Mr. P. <laughs> yes, that's always up, Mr. P's ass. Kiss ass Jones for sure. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, who do we have here? Uh, Thomas in Massachusetts. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, pal? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Thomas. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Good. Are you a Patriots fan? Uh, no, I am a happy Green Bay Packer fan. Good for you. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Way to go, Tom. Talk to me, big guy. What's up? Yeah, uh, first of all, um, uh, for the lovely turn that you guys were talking about earlier, maybe for Markology we can use sleight of hand. It's long, not bad, sleight. Uh, Echo Jones, you need to lower your computer, sir, for some oh. echo. Sorry echo, 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 it's okay. Um, sleight of hand. That's not bad, Dennis. It's still an echo. I don't know. What kind, what are you, how are you listening to the show? Are you watching? What are you doing? Uh, I am uh, just on the phone right now. Hardline Jones or we're doing cell Hardline phones? Hardline Jones. Dennis, what'd you do wrong now? <laughs> That's not on me for one. Hey, you know you know what happened, Thomas? There's still a problem, and Dennis had this look on his face like he either made a mistake or he fought it. I couldn't really tell. Um, Thomas, you there? All right, Tom, how can I help you? All right. Um, two things, uh, both about the Miz segments on Raw. Um, don't you think that, like, uh, the Miz Siraj or the Miz? What? Whoa, that's on? the greatest tease of all time. He just disappeared? What happened? What are we doing here? Dude, what's going on? Hello? Is he, what's the there? matter with his... Dad, uh, Dude, that's not, uh, that's, it's not on our end. Thomas, what are you doing, buddy? Hello? Yes, I, I heard you say Ms. Taraj. What are you talking about? What's up? Oh, um, yeah. Um, Were you talking to somebody else while you were on the show here? No, Taz. I would only be talking to you. No, 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 Thomas. You were talking to someone. You muted your phone. No. I have a teenage son. He mutes me all the time when I'm on the phone with him. I'm telling you. <laughs> I make it. I know what a mute button is. All right, right here. Well, what, what, what do you got? Talk to me. Will you stop? What's up? When the What's up, Tom? When the Ms. Taraj What's up? Uh, was standing tall at the end of a... Uh... Tom. Yeah. What's up? When the Miz Siraj was standing tall at the end of uh, the, the segment with Roman, do you think that that should have been the finish instead of Roman getting the pin? <sighs> that way you keep... No, I, I, I don't have a problem with the pin. It's a good good, good observation. Because I think where they're going is they, they want, obviously, I don't know if people realize it. I mean, to me, it jumps out big time. 
they're going to obviously bring back the shield and they're going to go against the Mistarage, right? So that's kind of an obvious thing right there. Thank you, Thomas, for calling. Struggling. Um, I think that's where they're going. I don't have a real problem with it. Mistarage versus shield. They teased it earlier in the seg one of the show. Um, so I think that's the route they're going. You know, I also didn't, I, I, speaking of Roman Reigns, like in this segment here, in the first segment of Raw, I should say, I missed TV. I don't like that he put over Cena. I don't. I didn't like that he shook his hand. I didn't like, it's, it's just too predictable, babyface stuff. Like, be a hard ass. You know, I mean, they've they, they been, you know, he's going out. One of the most respected performers and wrestlers of all time is The Undertaker. And he constantly says it's his yard, it's his yard because he beat The Undertaker. And I'm cool with that. I like that Roman Reigns does that. And let him stay in that lane, bro. Let him be a heel. Let him be, you know, don't let him be a, a, a he shouldn't respect anybody. He's just a badass, big son bitch that, that don't care. I mean, that, 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 it'll work. He can pull it off. You know, stop having him waffle. Why is he going to shake John Cena's hand? Why is he got to, why? Why is he got to put him over? You don't have to do that. I also don't think they should have, I don't think they needed to do that video package with John Cena either. I thought that was a wasted of TV time. I really did. I don't think they needed to do that. Not one bit they needed it. I don't think they needed it. If he's going away for a while, let him go away. He goes away and then he comes back because he kind of left a qualifier on. He didn't say he's going away for good, right? He kind of said he's coming back. So what do I need to get a send-off package of the man for? I know he's in the loose ass invitation or fancy football league here. I like John, but why they got to give him that send-off? I don't, I don't think he needs that. You know, really, I don't. I, I, I just don't. And then the Raw Talk thing, I didn't watch it live, but I saw a little bit in that video package they showed. You know, it's like because the character and the man, John Cena, now um, endorses Roman Reigns, that means that we should accept Roman Reigns? I just felt like that was very, uh, like, ugh. Like, he's made man. I'm paraphrasing. He's a made man now, and, and he's good to go. Like, did am I not the only one who felt that, Dennis? Did you see the segment or not? I saw the segment, yes, and... I like what you said about the like when he when he beat the Undertaker he came out and he owned it and here he was kind of he was like you know I respect I respect John but now. he's still owning it he's still saying it's his job which is cool but but let him no what I'm talking about now is about John Cena like I, I just don't think that yeah it, it doesn't feel like he should have went out there and been like look John gave it his best and I'm still better than him yeah yeah I don't know hmm. Brittany Rodriguez says, Taz kind of resembles a bag of Idaho potatoes. That's not complimentary. I mean, unless you're a farmer in Idaho. Makes me want to eat you. Excuse me? I'm good on Put that. you in a big old pot and boil you up. Easy, Dennis. Calm down. <laughs> you hit potatoes, you hit carbs. You I love hungry. potatoes. Brittany, I hope you have a blessed day, my dear. <laughs> that was genuine. I hope you have a blessed day. That's that's Mike Johnson's uh, <laughs> burner account. <laughs> Throws hey, you off the set. And is that not true? Is that Mike Johnson? Oh, bro. I'm starting to think that because there's a couple people that I, I see now with faceless, like with egg like, images yeah, yeah, on yeah. Twitter. And they're ripping me. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not know it's his birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lordy B. Bob Mancuso, Idaho Jones. Bing. Oh, I love it. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Anyway, I don't know. I Back to the whole thing we were talking about. That, uh, 
uh, what do you call it? Um, the thing with John Cena, I just don't think he needed to be the guy. To, I don't think that needed to happen. I just don't think it. it, it I think they could have used that real estate for something else. You know what I mean? I just really do. So, just I don't know. I I think they got to figure out like what they you know what they want to do here. Um, what Roman? Because it's still kind of like this gray area there. Uh, you know what I mean? Did you feel that at all? That either you guys, you and too. I mean, would you, did you see any of it? I did. I I was at. I thought last night was a great Raw. That was like the one segment I wasn't crazy about because it just was felt funny to me that like you know Roman put him over. Then went instantly after the Miz. Like it just felt disjointed to me. Yeah. Like there was no like cohesion. And then he was looking for this pop from the crowd, and it just wasn't there. Yeah. Like, he kept pausing. <clears throat> That's true. I mean, I'm, I don't know. <clears throat> I think if you're going to go, it's just too much gray with him. It's like, first time he's shaking hands, he's, you know, he gets insulted like crazy by Cena, and then he's like, you know. Then they have this great match, and then Cena puts him over, shakes his hand. So I, I said I said this yesterday, if you missed my show, I said, should take his middle finger and just put it. He should have put that right in Cena's face on Friday. Said, "Look, dude, man, f off, man. I'm not. I'm done, dude. I don't need you. I beat you. I'm better than you. You ripped me on a mic for weeks. No big deal. Now go, you know, you know take it easy. Bye bye. That type thing. That's that's how I would have handled that if I was booking that thing. Hey, uh, Garrett in uh, California, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, bro? The moment. Beat me if you can. Survive. If I let you. Aha, uh-huh. Hack Jones. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Uh, pretty good. And a, a good riddance to the Dennis Jones. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. You should you should vote Dennis Jones out of the Fantasy Football League. Hmm. I like vote this already. Vote me out of it. He beat my ass this week. I like your idea. How did, why, why am I voting him out? I like it already. See, before we get to that, do we have a term in markology for someone going into business for themselves? But that's good. See, no, we don't, but that needs to be done, Garrett. That needs to be done. Barnacling. Allow me to be of some assistance, fellas. Yes. We will call, we will refer Dennis, no longer the lumberjack, but the entrepreneur, Dennis Jones. What, he did something else? Oh, yeah, he's always going to business for himself. Instead of making uh, oh. a partnership with the sound effects store, yep. bearing, bearing Anthony all the time, every yep. chance he's getting, instead of putting video packages together to enhance the show, mm. your show, my good man, yeah. he's going to business for himself. Therefore, the entrepreneur, Dennis well, Jones. If you, I like that. And if you, I, I like that, too, though. <laughs> if you look at Dennis's Twitter account, he never promotes the show, either. I was looking at... um. <laughs> I was looking at, hey, Ant, check this out. I was checking out Monzo's uh, uh, Twitter account. I follow Monzo. He follows me, the producer of the Mike Francesa show. What do you mean, no? And um, Monzo, the guy is such a great producer. You know this, right, Ant? Because he promotes Francesa's show, He ta- everything on Twitter. It's not about Monzo. It's about the host. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's all in. He buys in. He's Monzo's- about the team. Monzo's last tweet says, heard something, someone described their scrambled eggs this morning as loose and wet. This tweet ends right there. Okay, Garrett, how can I help you? Oh, I just kind of want to touch base. I was at the show last night in Ontario, California, which is a real place, Taz. I heard your show yesterday. Where, 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 where exactly? It's in Southern California? Where, like, where? Okay, okay. I'm sure there's some NASCAR fans in there. Do you guys know where Fontana Racetrack is? Of course, please. I know Fontana and and Dennis knows Fontana Cheese, but I do know it. (laughs) So, just it's, it's 
right there. Same bubble, brother. Same okay, bubble. gotcha, man. So how was the show live? You know what, dude? Me and my family had a freaking awesome time. Uh, the show with Matt Hardy going out there, you know, with tag team competition uh, was pretty cool to get the show rolling. Uh, the Braun Strowman was a huge pop. But I got to agree with my boy Anthony over there. Roman Reigns was really thirsty for some pops, and it just wasn't happening for him. Mm. More booze than anything. Um, but overall show, you know, I give it about 8.5 out of 10. I think it, it deserved that. All right, cool. Small, small, intimate kind of crowd, you know, no more than maybe 8,000. But with the real show that went on, I don't know if anyone's reported it because I just jumped on, and my boy on the call screener, Cowboy, Cowboy, got me in. Calling his shots. So, cowboy did what for you? What did he do for you? My, my best friend Cowboy got me through again. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see. But 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 the real the real story I'm trying to get at is the Bullet Club rally down yeah. the street at one of the malls. I, I don't know if you guys already discussed that. Or yes, not. we so did. I have a question. I, yes, we did. We we discussed it at nauseum. To be frank, I have I have a couple of questions for you, Garrett. Uh, so here's the thing: why 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 did you not have a Taz show sign with you yesterday, and why are you not listening to or watching the show live right now? Well, question number one, I am, or no, I was sitting in the hard camera in the upper balcony area, mm. so I guess the camera just never pointed up to me. I had I had it in white, white and black. I mean, you know, every store that I went to, all the orange signs were sold out, brother. I can't do that. You all know, right. Never. Thanks for calling, Gary. All right. So, uh, they, uh, we didn't need the answer to this question number two at that point. We're good on that. Don Rickles over there. Uh, well... Thank you, call screener, for that. Mm-mm-mm. Why? Uh, why did he want to boot me out of the fantasy football league? I don't give a shit. Uh, that's why. Okay, <laughs> so you're not leaving the league. You're the, you're the glue that holds the league together. Okay. Well, you are. No, I got beat by you, so I respect you now. You, you beat my ass, but I'll tell you what. Thank you, man. I'll uh, I'll fix it. Though. I'm gonna fix myself. <laughs> It's a long mistakes. season. It's only week three. I know, but I made some mistakes. I, I, you know, I overbooked it. I said this yesterday. I overbooked my team this week, and that's my fault. Uh, that's the problem with that. Hey, uh, Art in California, you're on a Taz show. What's up, man? Hey, Taz. Uh, thanks for taking my call. You got it, buddy. Um, real quick, fantasy football. Yeah. How do you tell somebody their trade offer completely sucks? Politely. Just tell them, just say not happening. Just say, I, I, I don't want to make that move. It doesn't help my team. It's not good for my team right now. Why, you have someone trying to make a trade with you, I guess? Oh, they wanted, like, uh, Kareem Hunt and Michael Crabtree for uh, a starting. I forgot what running back it was, but it was a starting running back who's really low on the rankings. Ravens? Ravens running back? Is that who it was? Uh, um, Terrence, uh, uh, what's his was, name, Dennis? Terrence, Terrence West. Terrence West, yeah. No. No, I think it was uh, Derrick Henry from the Titans. Oh, 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 oh. Well, he's not that bad of a running back. He's pretty good. An Alabama guy, and he's got him in, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, yeah. They're kind of a two-back system Jones there, right or wrong, Art? Yeah, that's the problem, though. He's there in the two-back system, okay. and I got Kareem Hunt, who's really the I like him. lead back yeah. in Kansas City. Word, I agree. Yeah, just tell the guy, look, not happening. Not, not going to do it, not happen. no thanks. Not today. Just tell him flat out. That's really that simple, bro, you know what I mean? Thank you very much, Taz. You got it, pal. All right, so there you go. Uh, I hope everyone here just <laughs> your face, Dennis. Thing. What? The guy just wanted to know how to, how to tell someone no, thank you. And, and no, I felt so bad for Art. Like that's right. a terrible trick. Like that guy's trying to hoodwink you, I, Art. I, well, Art was not Art. Smart. Art smart. 
And it rhymes. Art smart. <laughs> smart. Oh, we're in fifth quarter by 17 seconds. I love the exact yes. So, So for those on the podcast version, they might want to know. And uh, you need you people on uh, Facebook Live need to share the show. Um, so you need to share the show more. I got my boss ripping me. These people don't share the show. He's going off. Pimento's going off about you people on Facebook. I'm just telling you that right now. He's sick of it. And he said, if it persists, Facebook's going away. This is what he told me. I'm telling you. That's what he said. You heard it, Dennis. It will go away. You heard it. You were in the room. So he and said, they don't start sharing it. It's gone. Right or wrong? Unfortunately, that's the truth. And the Facebook fans, they get a lot of interaction on the show. So yeah. you guys might want to share. Yeah. I'd love to give you a SmackDown preview, but Mike. Johnson decided to do that on my show because that's news, I guess. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Good chance Mike's never coming back. On whose account? Man, his appearance was a real, just, a, a, it didn't go well. It didn't. It didn't. It did not. It did not go well. It did not. See, I disagree. I think that was one of his best showings yet. Oh, it was funny. I'm not saying that, but it just it didn't. It, no, I, I, I got no problem with it. But, you know, sometimes I'm going to, you know. I guess I got to do my due diligence to speak because I cover. Okay, take two. I guess I got to do my due diligence to speak about um, the uh, the whole uh, Aaron Judge hit a couple of more home runs. He's, he's at, uh, I think he hit 50 home runs. Leading rookie. Uh, Gimmick Schneebitz, and he's 50. He's on the top five. What is he? What's his listing, Dennis? Tell me. He has the most home runs in a season for a rookie mm. at 50. Right. Mark McGuire had 49. Mm. Uh, he's the fifth Yankee to hit 50 or more home runs in a season mm. behind some big names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hit more than A Rod? It's an A Rod from A Rod. I think so. Yeah. Well, A-Rod had to... Wait, think, he was a Texas, right, when he was a rookie? Where, where was his rookie year? A- in a- Seattle. Oh, my bad, Seattle. I'm right, sorry. But when, uh, forgot about that. when he was MVP in, I want to say, 07, A-Rod had like 54 home runs. Mm-hmm. So, Judge could pass it. Oh, yeah! Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what happened now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what were you saying? No, no, seriously. A Rod had, I think, 54 home runs in 07. And how many does Judge have? He's got 50. Uh, And you guys are a few games behind the Red Sox, right? Yeah, I don't think we're catching Boston, but we're locked into that uh, that home game wild card Mm -hmm. matchup. Okay. I'm rooting for you. You know that. No, I I, I appreciate it. Yeah, and. To your credit, you never. I saw. I saw a couple people were critiquing oh, you yesterday. On Twitter, he was confused. He doesn't. You know, he's thinking I'm attacking Aaron Judge. He has no idea. I was attacking uh, Seth and Dennis. That's why I was attacking. No, Moose. Moose, Moose. and Dennis. Because we laughed at you. We scoffed when you talked That's about true. the slump. That's true. Oh no, but there was a tweet that some. I don't remember what it was with you and uh, Seth on it. And I attacked you guys, too. I guess I attacked Moose, Oh, yeah, too. you did. Well, that was funny. I laughed at that. You, I basically called Moose a bum on the show. He's my friend. No, you verbatim say <laughs> that bum. That bum, Moose. I'm mad at him. That's why. Because of the comments. He sat right here. You and him scoffing, ripping me. Ah, Aaron Judge is going to kick ass after the All-Star Home Run Derby. No. No, Mr. Sports Experts. No. 
Nope. No, not happening. No. 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 Not happening. No. Not happening. No. Nope. Nope. What do you mean no? Yeah, he went through a rough stretch there. But now he's back. No, stop. Don't get too excited, bro. The guy, he has flurries of home runs now. Next year, this poor kid, this judge, and, I, and I'm rooting for the guy. Don't get me wrong. He's a nice kid. Humble Jones. He didn't want to go and uh, do the curtain call when they called him out. After the 50th. About the team, there's more game to play. It's all about the team. I respect that. Unlike the guy from the New Jersey Giants, the Beckham, who's acting like a poodle pissing in the end zone. If, if he was a dog, he would absolutely be a poodle. <clears throat> Blonde head Jones. Curly top Jones. As a Giant fan, were you okay with the lifting of the leg and the Johnny Pump fire hydrant pissing deal? Uh, no. It, it's horrible. And I and this year they expanded. They, they're giving players more leeway to do celebrations, and some of them have been, like, really awesome. Uh, what, 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 stop being an idiot. That's yeah. just, like... Catch the ball, son. Jesus, Odell. Catch the ball, DGB. And we need to win a game. Stop pissing. Oh, that's why you lost. Uh, I told you that yesterday. You didn't believe me. Uh, My team happens to win games. so uh, First place in the AFC East. Our coach, McDermott, he coaches the kids up the right way, and no one's bigger than the team. Kind of like Joe Girardi does with the Yankees. That's why Aaron Judge got respect, and he's not acting like a fool up in here. You know what I mean? Kid's a rookie, hits the 50th home run rookie Jones, and he acts like it's just another day at the office. I respect that. And I got to tell you, as a Met fan, I've always respected that about the Yankees. They pride themselves on that. Act like you've been there before, and that's what they do. I like that. I've always, I love that about the Yankees, and that's something they do, the Yankees. That's the truth. Am I, not, am I right or wrong? No business, uh, all business all the time. Met, fan, Met, Met players would do the same thing. We, we just don't do anything. They just, no. <laughs> There's nothing to celebrate and get cocky about. Will you stop? You guys had a rash of injuries this year. Yeah, it's over. Thanks for coming. It was over months ago. Done. Well, I hope the Yankees keep rocking. You and me both. I hope so. Thomas Correa on Facebook Live says, OBJ reminds me of T.O. I'll tell you this, Tom. I see what you mean, but I've got to be honest. My opinion, I think T.O. was better. He's a better player. I think he's a better receiver. Michael Irvin was cocky as hell, but he was legit as legit can go. Right or wrong? The playmaker. You know, we were at 88 over there with the Dallas Cowboys, and Des Bryant's doing that now. And before, you know, before Michael Irvin wore it, you know who wore 88? Was it Drew Pearson? Very good. Drew Pearson. <laughs> Correct. Drew Pearson, great wide receiver. So that takes, you know, you got to know what you're doing. You know, we're 88 with the, with the freaking Cowboys. They won yesterday, Cowboys, over the Cardinals, huh? I uh, yeah. I was I watched some of it, and Des Bryant actually, and trust me, I'm not one to put over the Cowboys, but uh, yeah. Des Bryant had a hell of a touchdown reception. He caught it at like the 15 and just bullied his way in the end zone. I didn't see, I, I know, I heard he had like a 30-yard run, right? That's what it was? Yeah, it was, uh, it was an impressive run. I will yeah. give him that. All right, look, I got to wrap up here. I'm getting texts from Mr. Fimento. I got to get rolling. So uh, thank you, everybody, on Facebook Live who joined in. Uh, I appreciate it very much. And everybody who joined in on the phone, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> to the crew here, thank you. 
boys. And everybody on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of the social media platforms. Mike Johnson, great appearance, buddy. Thanks. For, <laughs> and happy birthday to Mike. Make sure you guys all tweet Mike. Tell him happy birthday. Tell him stop picking the stones. <laughs> all right. I'm Taz. You're not. I'll see you tomorrow. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cuz we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't